0: Welcome to Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. So we're doing a Facebook Live here with Jackie Case on your personal and salon success. So we're just adding Jackie now. Jackie is from the UK. She's a personal life and business coach, she's actually well-trained, and there she is, wow, it worked, it worked. I was like, <laughs> so I can rotate I can... my phone, I
1: don't know which way to That's
0: go. why, oh yes, because if it's not the same, <laughs> then it won't, yeah, it yeah. won't keep it on, so you had to, okay, so I'm thinking, what's taking so long? I know, <laughs> I was like that, what why is, is it on? taking so long here? So at least you're on, that's great, so tonight we're going to talk, with Jackie about a lot of things. So with the Facebook Live, so if you're here watching, make sure if you have any questions. So I'll just let you, we'll jump right into it, Jackie, and just kind of let people know kind of who you are, what you're all about, and what we're going to discuss tonight.
1: Um, okay, well, um, I'm uh, 24 years in the hair and beauty industry. I um, have managed businesses Um, And I'm also um, a trainer, or I'm actually trained in hypnotherapy, NLP, EFT tapping, um, counselling, and CBT. So basically, I've taken my skills one stage further from obviously managing businesses and helping people, but also helping them to develop their confidence and limiting beliefs, anxiety, stress, um, as well as business coaching.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So with with our our live tonight because we just had you on the Hairstuffs Empowerment podcast, which it was very well received. So we wanted to do a Facebook Live so then people could interact with you, um, you know, right away, ask any questions, uh, anything they may want to know. But what are some of the biggest things I think that hold people back uh, from being successful?
1: Um, To be honest, it was quite interesting actually. On one of the posts today, somebody had put something on about what are your biggest struggles? And there was Mm -hmm. 533 people that had commented on this post about their struggles. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. some of them were things where basically they were working for a company and then they were going to go freelance and they were a bit scared, a bit sort of like uneasy about doing that. Um, And so I wrote on there about basically making sure they have a very clear uh, business plan, because it's really mm-hmm. important that a lot of people have their business plan, but it's in their head. It's not actually yes. on a piece of paper. And then mm-hmm. I was talking about obviously making sure that they're looking at their figures, making sure that they know what their numbers are going to be and also mm-hmm. what it costs to actually do that service in the first place, because a lot yes. of people are comparing against obviously people down the road, but mm-hmm. they're not actually looking themselves. What does it take for me with all my house bills, with all my other bills that I have to pay, um, stock, council ta- uh, you know, obviously taxes, um, insurance. Mm-hmm. They just come up with this figure and they pluck it out of the sky. Yeah. They're not really making any money from it. And sometimes no. they could actually be doing that service for free. So, uh, mm-hmm. rent- I think that, um, obviously, that was something. And then they were looking at, obviously, some people were saying it was their confidence. Some people were saying they were burnt out. So it's almost like, again, we all know that when you work for yourself, you're working all the hours that God sends to try and get clients mm-hmm. in. And it, 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 it croaches into your personal life. And sometimes you want to fit clients in. But if you don't have a cutoff point, then you can't mm-hmm. create a demand for customers. Because, obviously, yes. you know, you're, you're you know, if, they're, if they are hours that you're working, then your mm-hmm. client needs to then know those hours. And if they, you know, they'll wait for you. If they want you to do their hair, they will mm-hmm. wait for you to do that hair. So then, therefore, they will actually book in the next day. So don't worry too much. Have your set hours that you're going to work. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt out.
0: You're going to get better so Exactly. And I think that's long. what it is. A lot of people go crazy. Well, if I don't stay and get that person in, I'm going to. So they end up working extra hours or coming in early or, you know, and the thing is when you keep doing that, I find that, the client doesn't always appreciate that. Like sure, you come in early, you work late, and you wonder why you're overtired, you're burnt out, you're not able to spend enough time with your family. But I think that's what it is too, and I think we'll probably talk about this tonight. It's about setting boundaries. I think, you know, just in your life, in your personal life, in your business life, success, I think even with your family, you need to create boundaries in order to, um, I mean, have a successful, fulfilling, fulfilling life how do you think the best way are for somebody who doesn't know how to set boundaries how would you suggest that they do so
1: i think the most important thing is have your times of working and mm-hmm. uh, um and also kind of like guide your clients to that's the times that you work and um you know whether it be that you get yourself a different mobile just for business whether you get yourself, you know, um, a set time, you know, that they know when to call you, when not to call you. Um, mm-hmm. And also know the hours and the times that you really want to work, you know, because, you know, but that that's guided by what's your busier times and what's your quieter times. You know, if you're quieter times mm-hmm. are not so successful, then why are you opening at nine o'clock in the morning? Why don't you open a little bit later? You know, if you're mm-hmm. finding that, you know, you're you're not getting your clientele at that sort of time at nine o'clock in the morning, then it may mean that you have to work a little bit later in the evening. But, you know, mm-hmm. start later in the day. But it doesn't mean to say that you have to work 24 hours a day to make your business work. Um, I think um, one of the most important things, uh, as we discussed last time in the podcast, is know what you want to make in a year. Mm
2: -hmm. If,
1: If you don't know what you want to make in a year, then ultimately you're just working on today and you're always chasing yourself whereas if you haven't actually got a plan in front of you of what you want to make then therefore how are you going to know if you're ever going to pat yourself on the back and know if it's actually been achievable or not Uh, um, Mm -hmm. and, and and also sort of like govern that and then once you know that you've actually made that in a week or you're making towards that target then you know then you move your clients to the following week don't be, mm-hmm. don't be greedy, <laughs> if well, <No. laughs> because then, <laughs> the, yeah. then you will be working all the hours. It's almost like mm-hmm. the fact is that you know. Of course, we want to make as much money as possible. But if you know mm-hmm. that you've made your quota, then it doesn't mean to say that you have to work your your bottom off to to mm-hmm. to then you know to to to, to fight for business. And um, I exactly, think the most
0: exactly. I... Go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. I think I think the most important yeah. thing is. As I, as I said, it's kind of like when you first start, mm-hmm. have your business plan. And that business plan is how much mm-hmm. do you want to make in a year? Break it down over the weeks. So if you are planning on having two weeks holiday, that gives you 52 weeks in a year. Take off two, that's 50 mm-hmm. years, 50 weeks in a year. Divide your yearly target by 50 weeks and that's your quota that you need to make.
2: Mm-hmm. Then yes.
1: from that is obviously whatever it is that you want to make, then obviously you can either work higher and include your stock and everything in there or take mm-hmm. what you want to earn and then add on your stock, then give yourself that yearly target that you want to make. Because if you're it, self-employed, it, you've got to play your mm-hmm. bills. You've got to.
0: Exactly, exactly. So since we're uh, Facebook Live, I know we have some people on watching. So hi. if everybody wants to say hi to Jackie, just type in the comments. So... How many people, you don't have to put the amount, if you if you do, you can, but if you don't want to, just do you have you, whoever's watching right now, have you set a, an amount that you want to make for the year? So do you set that every year or you haven't done that yet? Um, so just write in the comments, to put in yes if you've decided what you want to make for the year. Or no, if you haven't yet um, any questions you have for, for your Jackie it's good to type them in the comments now if you want to say hi if you want to comment it's good to be interactive because right now you're getting some great free coaching <laughs> right yeah. here on the on Facebook live and Jackie has opened herself up to just help anybody who's on here um, so right now we're just talking we just started so we're just talking about business about hours so right now it's about your yearly income so anybody watching now just type in the comments uh if you already have a set amount uh, of what you want to make per year uh, yeah
2: i mean yeah
1: i think i think i think the most important thing is is know why you want to do the business i mean again one of these things where i saw that mm-hmm. post was 500 people on it and it's mm-hmm. almost like why are you there why why are you doing yeah. your job we're very lucky you know this industry mm-hmm. is very much a, you know you're you have fun you know you get paid to do
0: exactly because for what you, you work, love
1: to you work do hard you work hard mm-hmm. but at the same time what yeah. else you know we get paid to you know um do somebody's hair or do a service whether it be manicure mm-hmm. pedicures, facials and yes but we get to interact with people and we get to talk and gossip not gossip but have a good time <laughs> um so we do like to gossip chat uh, chat um, <laughs> But, yeah. you know, ultimately, there's not that much in, you know, in other jobs, there isn't that much interaction that you have. That's a friendly interaction. Um, and, exactly. You know, and, and, and the most important thing is that feel good factor that you do when mm-hmm. you when a client walks out the salon and you know that you've done it. It's got mm-hmm. like, your little label, your name on it as they walk away. I think that, that that's a very empowering thing. And people exactly. say to me, how can you stand there for an hour and a half and do a set of highlights? Mm-hmm. But it's the mm-hmm. whole enjoyment. is the enjoyment. yeah, and
0: it's and obviously it's more about just doing hair because we're one of the few professions where we're paid to touch the person. I think when your profession where you have a physical connection with another person, it's much different than say, buying a product, you know, here's the money, here's your change, here's your product, see you later, you know, buy. So we'll give some shout-out, there's some people on. I know. Hey, I Lisa, know. hey, hey Sabine, hey, yep, so we'll say <laughs> hi, you know, and there, there's a few more that are popping in and out and on and stuff like that as well. But but there's a, a lot of other things that you cover as well, like especially with the biggest thing, I think, with hairstylists, a lot of it's emotions, how, to, how to deal with other people, um, and that's the biggest thing, the, the profession we're in we deal with people all the time we deal with emotions all the time we deal with all kinds of craziness all the time and I think that's a tough thing is say burning yourself out but going over that first if you set boundaries when you want to work when you don't want to work and as I say have your clients follow that guideline I think it makes life so much easier but also too I think as an owner or if you're working a business and if it says you're open from this time to this time that you should be there yeah, because I've had it before where I've worked in a shop and it says, well, this person's going to be here till five or seven or whatever. People come to the door and they're not there. Right. So and then you wonder why. Well, how come my clients are going somewhere else? But I think you have to also be accountable if you're going to have set hours actually be there, those set hours, even though you may not have clients in those hours. Or you have to adjust and say, hey, my Tuesday nights are really slow. I'm going to readjust my hours, let everybody know. So instead of seven, I'm going to be closed at five. Right. Or like you said in the morning
1: I think it's like constantly analyzing your business as well because, mm-hmm. because you have a set thing and something's worked and also different times of the year work better than other times of the year. And unless you're sort of mm-hmm. like looking at that and also looking at long term. So therefore, what you're doing is obviously looking at your figures last year as well as this year. But if you're a new business um, and then the other thing that I find um, is really interesting is prices. When people start mm-hmm. talking about prices and they start saying, well, my clients won't pay any more and uh, um, and so-and-so down the road is paying this. I don't blame the clients. I don't. Mm-hmm. The clients are only going where the prices are. I, exactly. I think it's hard. We're not Groupon. We're basically, mm-hmm. we're not a discounted service. And when you take in consideration all the training, the education, the products, what it takes for you to run that business, it's really important mm-hmm. that you take that into consideration and don't, don't just look at what somebody's doing down the road, look at your mm-hmm. business and look at why people are coming to you and value what you do. So people are always saying, well, what do I charge? People won't pay anymore clients. I blame the clients. Clients want cheap services. But as I said, I don't blame the clients. The clients are just going where they feel there is a bargain or a deal. hmm.
2: Exactly.
1: I'm not saying everybody, because most clients just want to have a luxurious time. You know, if they're busy Mm -hmm. working and stuff, they want that time to relax. And having Mm -hmm. somebody who's friendly, who's able to do their hair, their nails, their facial, whatever it is that they're actually doing, that client will pay um, as long Mm -hmm. as you give them value for money.
0: Exactly, and I think the more services they can have in the same environment, the much easier it is and the same it's being able to buy provide the products because if you're doing hair and you're doing great color and whatever, but you don't have retail, then you know I mean they're gonna have to go somewhere else to to buy it um, so just a, a comment in uh yeah, so I let's see back
1: I just cut back on my hours four days a week. I did raise my prices before and did to make up the difference. And did it work? I presumed it worked, otherwise you wouldn't
0: be working the four days. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, to make a thing. difference think... of working less. But 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 I, I've seen studies where it says basically if you work a four-day week, that's the ultimate, where most people um, being, you know, especially employed in our profession, I know some people work six days, seven days, um, that – the four-day work, uh, four work week is actually better. People tend to be more happy, more productive, less tired, um, a lot better. So Lisa says yes, that it did yeah. work for her. For me, and that's what I found as well, I'd rather work three longer days yeah. or four longer days. So if I have to work 40 hours, I don't anymore. But if I had to work 40 hours, I'd rather much do, you know, um, instead of I'd rather do four 10-hour days and five 8-hour days. Yeah. Right. Or if you can make the there. same in a few days as you can in, you know what I mean. So for me, if I could make as much in one day or two days as I can seven days, why, why wouldn't I do that? Right. Right.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because then, mm-hmm. then, uh, as I said, I think it's all about working smarter, not harder. Um, mm-hmm. And if you've got a good system in place, then you know. But as I said, if you if you find again, if you're setting your prices. And mm-hmm. there are quieter days. If your if your prices are so low to start off with, you've got no wiggle room for basically discounts or deals or promotions that you want to do because your prices mm-hmm. would practically be doing it for nothing whereas if you exactly. have prices and they are slightly higher than what you would normally go for but then mm-hmm. that gives you the opportunity and maybe have a look at actually you know if you do want to up your prices you know a lot of people you know ask me how do I up my prices but without upsetting the customer well there's mm-hmm. a ways way you could do that and one is guide them to your quieter days and have cheaper days for those and then oh, okay. yeah. higher maybe for your mm-hmm. busier days or mm-hmm. maybe get the clients, the ones that you've been doing for years. And mm-hmm. I, I spoke to somebody who'd been doing clients for like nine, 10 years ago, and yes. you hadn't put prices up in that time. Ah. They were still charging the same, nine, 10 years mm-hmm. on. I mean, the, yeah. the products and everything. So and you you know, don't and, upset those clients because they are your bread and butter. Mm-hmm.
2: But at the same exactly. time,
1: you want to be able to make room for new people coming in that are going to pay more money. So just be mm-hmm. a bit smart with your diary and actually think, okay, they're my quieter times. Do so you just say to that client, I am going to put my prices up, but if you want to stay mm. at that time, it will be this much money. But if you want to come in on a Tuesday at blah, blah, blah time, yeah. then I can still do it for you at that price.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, that, is, which is much, much better because, yeah, if you're trying to cram everybody in on a Saturday or a Friday night and you're high, high times and then all of a sudden if a Tuesday, Wednesday is really slow for you and you're sitting around so you can either choose to go crazy on those Friday, Saturday or just alleviate some of those clients, move them to a quieter day in the week, which I think is much, a much better strategy. You have more time. You're less stressed out. You can spend probably more time with them as well, because you're not now rushed because, okay, now I've got a highlight that has come off. I have a color in another chair. I have this, I have that. And, you know, everything's coming at you. because
1: You don't want to have somebody who's sitting in a chair next to you who's paying more money. And, you know, somebody sitting Mm -hmm. in a chair next to you that's actually paying half the money. You're you're kind of like a little bit disheartened that way because you're kind of like working. Whereas if you kind of say to them, these are my days that I'm going to keep these prices, and -hmm. then make them aware, or you can give them a voucher. And you can say, oh, yeah, exactly. 50, here's a fifty pound voucher, and
2: mm-hmm. over the
1: next couple of days, the next couple of sessions, if you want to use that off, you can keep the prices the same. But I will be mm-hmm. putting my prices up in the long term. So they're oh, okay. valuing those clients. So they're not mm-hmm. like you're not you're not like annoying the clients, but you're making them aware. The fact is that your prices are going up. The other thing as yeah, because... well is I think when you are talking to your clients, is actually, mm-hmm. I mean, we presume that they know what our job is, and they don't. Mm-hmm. They just come in, they sit down, have their hair done, but they don't know what no. goes into actually doing that service. But if you no. have a discussion with the client and you said to them, you know, the cost of products have gone up. Obviously, if you own a mm-hmm. business here in the UK, you have to pay a pension scheme.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're uh, buying certain products. Whatever it is that you, you're doing, That mm-hmm. obviously that's causing me now to put my prices up. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. that is what I'm going to do. But I'm going to give you this voucher or I'm going to do mm-hmm. this to help you, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, I have no choice.
0: Exactly. And, and I think so. that's what a lot of clients don't realize just because um, when we work, they think, I don't know, maybe we just pull the products and everything out of thin air. And it's like, oh, you don't mind. You can give me a discount. Well, that's fine. If you give a client a discount, it has to come out of somewhere. So yeah. out of their pocket. So yeah, Sabine, a... Has, Sabine yeah. has a question here is how would you handle clients who make color appointments and then cancel five minutes ahead of their appointment or do not cancel at all? Unfortunately,
1: no I, would say that I, would, I would say, first of all, the first time they do it, then obviously that could be, you know, but put a black mark next to her name. And then mm-hmm. obviously if she does it again, then basically you need to get a deposit from her. I don't, I mean, obviously, even though we say deposits, it's quite hard to get those from a client first of all, mm-hmm. but you either make a choice that you either don't book her in in the future and you make it so mm-hmm. she's so busy um, that, that she can't get booked in because the last thing you mm-hmm. want to be doing, especially if it's a colour appointment um i think mm-hmm. it's kind of like just have a look and see if there's a pattern that's coming up there but unfortunately um the only the thing you can do then if that is the situation i would phone my clients that are booked in ahead of time and i would say to so, them mm-hmm. could you come in earlier i've got I had a cancellation do you want to come in, in earlier and then you never yes. know you might be to move those clients around yeah i would understand it would drive me crazy as well but if it's happening on mm-hmm. a regular basis then you want to find out, you know, obviously speak to that client and just say, you know, it's been twice now that you've canceled. Is there a particular reason? Um, Mm -hmm. Or you just make the decision and say, I'm sorry, I can't book you in um, unless you pay for the service first.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so the thing is, if they put 50% down, chances are they're not going to cancel. So they're not really losing anything. So at least if they show up, then that 50% goes towards the service. There you go. If they don't show up, to me, they should they lose that deposit, and that makes total that makes total sense because you know yourself um, basically if a color cancels and for me I only do one client at a time so yeah. when they book with me I'm with them that whole time so if they bail on a 90 minute or a two hour service. And five minutes before, I can't get somebody in to fill that spot right <laughs> like that. Even a client that says I'll be there in five minutes, it's still at least forty five minutes to an hour yeah, before yeah. they get to you. Yeah. Right? And, and the
1: But if it's the same mm-hmm. customer, then I would yeah. make a note of it and obviously make sure that you know, that you're you're saying to her that unfortunately you cancelled last time round and mm-hmm. you know, you could do it next time round. They phone up and they book an appointment and you just say, I'm sorry, unfortunately, because I'm very busy, you Mm -hmm. cancelled five minutes beforehand and then I had 90 minutes or whatever it took. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any appointments then. So unfortunately, if you want to book now, then you have to pay me a deposit.
0: Exactly. And that's the thing, because lots of clients could have been calling for that, ta- that same time slot, and now that's you have to put for that person, and then, and then they don't show up. And these people that wanted to come in, now you can't. And it works exactly, because I've done this system before, and it does work. The thing is, some, sometimes you may get clients that get a little put off, and they won't come back, right? It's like charging them if they're late. But, they don't yeah, but really at the same time
1: if they're, if they're not going to be a regular client to you and they're not going to turn mm-hmm. up then you mm-hmm. have to make that decision and and sometimes I know it sounds horrible to say it but you have to sack a client
0: <laughs> yes exactly you know, if, somebody, no, if, and
1: I, if, if somebody's taking the Mickey you know you're there running mm-hmm. a business you're not running a crash exactly so, and, and if somebody's not going you know just how they would be unhappy if you were half an hour late mm-hmm. they you, yes. know, you have to give them the same you have to give them the same
0: but of course, and you have to know fast. when it's time to fire a client, and there's enough times where, you know, you can deal with so much stuff, And but too, I think firing client it isn't always a bad thing. If you've tried every avenue and you yeah. haven't been able to work it out, sometimes you just have to refer them in a nice way to another stylist or another salon, um, because as I say, we're running a business, and it's not fair for someone to be inconsiderate of your time, your skill, you know, always wanting a deal all the time. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, what I mean, if you have to go out and you have to buy the product, you have to pay your rent, you have to, you know, if you're a booth renter, even if you work for someone else, you can't just all of a sudden, you know, if they always want a deal, then it's kind of to me, devaluing devaluing your skill as well, sort of thing. But it's showing them and it's to say and that's and that's And I all think that like... comes
1: down to confidence to be able to sort of <laughs> like know that how yeah. you can actually talk to a customer. And it's not about mm-hmm. being mean, it's about being respectful. You wouldn't go into their business and actually be or mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't sort of like, you know, go to a solicitor's appointment and then mm-hmm. not turn up, knowing that you would exactly be cost it sort of thing. So mm-hmm. How do you ask a deposit and get a credit card over the phone when booking their appointment? Now, Mm -hmm. again, I think this is, again, you have to take it client by client. And if Mm -hmm. they've already cancelled on you once, it's up to you whether you do a one, two, three strike thing and then basically Mm -hmm. that's it, they pay a deposit and give her the benefit of the doubt. Um, Or, you know, you actually say to a client, you know, I have to take a credit card payment or you have to come in and give me, you have to come in and give it to me.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: yeah. you want to
1: put... You have to come because in I know the there's
0: yeah. Because here in Canada, there's a lot of high-end spas or salons, and what they do because of that, you can't book your appointment unless you have a credit card on file. So what I they really do saying, is, yep, so, yep. So basically, if you come in, your credit card's already on file. So then once you're done your service, they just charge your car. They just charge your card. So, so the same. If, with the so, well, it's now. the same. It's like a doctor's appointment <laughs> no, or a dentist appointment. If you miss a doctor's appointment, they still charge you. Oh, so it works the exactly NHS the same way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs>
1: we have the NHS over here. The doctor's appointments are free. So it's, it's, Oh,
0: okay. Well, we have, but it's, yeah, no, like these I, are I personal, personal saying, appointments. But... Yeah, but our healthcare here, like we, we you have, base, have... Sabrina,
1: I don't know where you're based, Sabrina, but um, obviously, you're, um, i think it's more um i think in the uk i think it's more about that client you know at the end of the day Mm -hmm. if she's coming in you could if she you know if you think about it if she then phones back and it's in within an eight week period she has to come Mm -hmm. back and have another skin test with you anyway so you know
0: yeah 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 so she yeah so um she's in the u.s yeah. But but I think you know it's fine. I mean, obviously if it's your own business it's fine yes. as long as you can keep credit cards on file as long as they're encrypted. You don't want to keep them in a in a something uh, that's not locked tight yeah. or have it on file that people can see and stuff like that. And just and for some clients they like it because it's convenience. They don't have to worry about the end of their visit. Now they have to get, you know, the card out to pay. It's automatically done. Oh, right, so, so you just put the service right, you just have to. Uh, put the service right. Uh, you You've put got the your service right Very through.
1: well trained over there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it just makes it easier. Well, I know there's some that even when you book online, you have to book online with oh, a yeah, credit no, card. Lo- they online. will not allow you. They will not allow you, and that's part of your client profile to have a credit card on file. And if you don't, they won't. They won't accept you. So then that way, just for that reason of having no shows or people not show up, because too, if you're if somebody's getting if somebody booked a wedding party and I had to hire an additional makeup artist. And you know to actually
1: get them, you know, again it's about them coming in and actually dropping in a deposit. Um, exactly. I, don't know, I don't know about cards and things like that. I think if they've got the computer system, but again, mm-hmm. over here, they've just basically set up this new data protection act, which is really sort of like
2: okay. really sort yep. of
1: like hammering down on people's personal details and things like that. So I don't mm-hmm. don't take credit cards. Maybe through the computer systems, they can book online, but normally what actually happens is, is mm-hmm. you phone the they book and then you phone the client up to make sure it's yeah.
0: Yeah, there's no. Yeah. And there's other invoicing systems where you can actually send them an email. They can pay right through the email. Um, You know, there's different programs. There's Square. There's some other ones. PayPal. I mean, whatever um, system works, there's more than one and whatever's in your area that works for you. But as I say, if it's consistent, but or just, I mean, I think a good way, just explain to the client. Yeah. You know, this is what it's doing because maybe they don't realize that they think, oh, if they don't show up, you're making lots of money anyway. like it's no big deal i just you know and sometimes it's not like sometimes yes stuff does happen the other times it's like oh it's nice out my friend invited me out to the mall so i'm just gonna go yeah you know like things like that um so then lisa says i tell those clients that it's a loss of income for me that when they cancel uh last minute yeah uh or no show uh, most don't realize the way how you're get paid. And that's exactly what it is. So because a lot of them don't, and I think if you don't make them understand that every time you give a discount, every time they don't show up, every time they're late, how it really affects your day. Cause yeah. they think, Oh, well, you know, Oh, I'm, I was running behind with this. And then they have their Starbucks in their hand. <laughs> like it's like, and they don't bring you one. It's like, okay, I've been sitting here waiting. You yeah. couldn't, while you're in the drive-through, <laughs> text me or leave those few minutes earlier. Yeah, but now, right. even though they come,
1: as well. I think it's when, when you know, when yeah. you are explaining to your client about prices, you know, it mm-hmm. might be nice if you just explained a little bit more about the service and what it entails. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I spoke to a girl the other day actually, and she was quite interesting because she was charging per mill that she okay. had set meal, the
0: actual product, product. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: rather than a set price sort of thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I
1: just want so... a client send me a check for missed appointment. Oh,
0: there you go yeah, for Deborah, which is great. And some will. And I mean, it depends on, it depends on the circumstance. I've had it sometimes where it's happened. They offer to pay. I don't always take it yeah. because they're not that type of client, but because they're genuine and from the heart, a lot of times, you know, and this is a client that doesn't always consistently do that. You know what I mean? And that, that's probably the biggest, the biggest issues. Cause probably, um, with the post that you saw today, um, you know they that they really don't realize, and I think that's why a lot of us are stressed out, and they don't realize that maybe for some that are struggling that not showing up means you don't pay your rent or you don't get to eat or you don't get to, I mean, those are when you're in dire straits, but they don't realize that maybe in your head you're counting on, okay, I've got to pay this, I've got to pay that, I need money for this. Okay, this client's coming in, I'm going to have that money. And then all of a sudden now they don't show up for no reason or they need to change it because of a work schedule or something and they were kind of in, they were dependent on, you know, in their, in their head, you know, as well. So, but you don't care about
1: the uh, wild well,
0: term deposit. Yeah, deposit, yeah, more explanation. But I think if they really know, I think that's the best way to go. I mean, yeah. it, it safeguards you. And if they really fully I mean, understand, again, you know, a lot of time, then it's know, a choice if they don't show up. Yeah, and again. then I think you should act accordingly.
1: I think also, you know, when you're making an appointment, just make the clients aware. Just say, you know, you obviously you're on the phone and you recap the appointment and you say, if mm-hmm. there's no show, then there is a 50% cancellation fee
0: yeah and I think front. most 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 yeah, that's put that's on their that's website that's or they have something.
1: Reason.
0: yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to have something on my station. I mean, and then it said basically cancellation policy. so, when you so they that- knew up front
1: when you send out a text message a reminder that their appointments coming up it should say yes. uh, your appointments this time if you have any problems then please give us 48 hours notice to cancel each yeah
0: time. just to redo it and and yeah. i have it that they have to do it within so much a uh, period of time some people it's 24 hours some people it's 48 hours some people it's so whatever time you need in order to fill that spot so then they're aware and say if you you know cancel less than and i've ad me i've made some clients pay you know, for missed appointments yes. <laughs> before I would do them again.
1: No, right? again, and, no I, think that's, a, I think that's a perfect opportunity there. You know, yep. again, it's also, you know, being a little bit stronger with your clients, you know, then they mm-hmm. are as much as they become your friends, they actually mm-hmm. do pay your bills at the end of the day. And, you know, that's how you make your money. So I think it's really mm-hmm. important that, you know, that, that, that is actually explained to the customer.
0: Well, obviously, yeah, because you're giving them value for your money and vice versa. You're So you're respecting them by being on time, by showing up. And it's the same. What if they booked an appointment with you and you just didn't show up? for their color appointment or hair appointment because you thought, okay, it's nice. I'm gonna go to the beach today. I'm not gonna bother coming in. They're gonna freak out because you didn't show up. Now that devastates them because, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so great, yeah, I'll try this approach. And I think you should. I think it'll make life a lot easier. And once you have a dialogue or once you have a script or like an actual thing, maybe right at your desk and says, here's our cancellation policy, right? So they know up front. they can't say they weren't aware they didn't know i had it right at my station yeah. so it was right there so not the so the clients would so they would know in future that this is what the policy is or when you're change your prices or if you have some communication with your um you know uh clients as well if you send them a weekly newsletter or monthly newsletter something just kind of update them with what's going on and i let my clients know and say okay you know the you know prices are increasing and this is why we're doing it and not just because i thought i want to make more money and that's why they think you're you're um charging them more it's just because you decided to charge no yeah the demand is there though so
1: you can actually if you've got that (laughs) communication with the client if it's a one off, mm-hmm. you know, if it's somebody that you've just done new, then unfortunately there's not that you can do with that. But if it's a regular client, mm-hmm. most of them will understand because they, they oh, of they course, don't work.
0: yeah, and, and they see it. And that's how I explained it when I had to raise my prices. And I usually, depending, I mean, you always have to assess your business, but I always found like November 1st of every year is the best time to, if you're going to raise your price, is the best time, in my opinion, to raise it. It's before I the holiday that. season. <laughs> So we see some people on. So say hi if you have any questions for Jackie. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So well here it's still early like here in Canada it's 6:23 p.m. I know for you it's 11:23 yes. p.m. and the US depending where you're at sometimes it's in the same time zone sometimes you can be an hour or two or ahead or behind just just depending. All like but us. I want to say
2: like Yes.
0: <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining. Yeah. We're not wrapping up quite yet, but there's also so if you have any personal questions for Jackie or business questions, salon success, emotions, she deals with Tapping, she deals with, you know what I mean, and there might be a great exercise. Yeah. Um, maybe just for anybody's on, we can go through tapping quickly, kind of what's it, what it's about, and if you have something going in your life, how do we kind of do the tapping Okay, so uh, tapping, exercise. Is,
1: tapping is emotional freedom technique, and basically mm-hmm. it helps you with anything from Anxiety, stress—you can actually help people with addictions. I'm trying to get my other half okay. at the moment with he's smoking. Uh, um, but, oh. <laughs> uh, but obviously, um, you know, it can you can help with lots of yeah. different things. And basically, it's mm-hmm. based on your um, an Oriental uh, meridians um, that you're working mm-hmm. with. And you can't yes. have negativity and love in the same space. So what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're tapping out the negativity. So if you're finding that uh... you're getting um stressed anxious breathing um mm-hmm. if there's anything that's overwhelmed and sometimes you know it was quite nice because when i was listening at i was looking at those people that were doing the thing early, a lot of it was confidence so again if mm-hmm. you're, you're suffering from confidence or something like that there's an issue so
0: lack to... of confidence so what if yeah, we did yeah so with the eft can that work for anything
1: yeah it can help with anything you just basically focus on it okay so whatever whatever the <laughs> so i think is, that so yeah you, so I think the, the like, biggest
0: thing is is com- go ahead yeah
1: confidence so let's say for example yeah. um you had a before you start you have to score it so on a score of mm-hmm. 1 to 10 what is your yep. I I lack in confidence or I don't like the feeling that I lack in confidence, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're focusing on. So um, obviously you seem like a quite, quite a confident lad there, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but obviously if there was a situation, any, anybody that's on there, Mm -hmm. if they suffer from. Okay. So say,
0: yeah, so say I wasn't as much so maybe say I'm a four right now. A four hypothetical. Okay.
1: So a four. Four yep. is quite good. You wanna be going if somebody's like a higher up, like a n like an eight, a nine, you know, they're feeling quite anxious about oh, it. Oh, okay,
0: I see. The lower yeah, so pose, switch it around. Okay, so around. then I'll switch say I'll so say a top. nine then. A nine, okay. <laughs> so if you're So a here, nine a nine a is nine. feeling not confident. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. So then what you would do is you've got your karate chop that's just here. And what you would mm-hmm. do is you would basically tap on that karate chop and what you're going to do is basically say, even though I'm scoring myself on a level of a nine with lack of confidence, I love and respect myself.
0: So Okay, if- so we'll just... Yep. Yeah, so just allow everybody to do that now. So I'll just go through in? the motions. Yeah, I'll just do this part. Okay. <laughs> and then everybody so. can do it. We'll give it to everybody who's watching. They can kind of do it for themselves. So, so I'm not even though them. on
1: a level of a nine, I'm lacking in confidence. I love and respect myself. And you do it three times. So even though on okay. a level of a nine, I'm lacking in confidence. I love and respect myself. And then you go to the eyebrows that's through here and you tap on that area and basically you're saying a level of a nine, a level mm-hmm. of a nine, a level of a nine. So you do it three times. Then you're mm-hmm. going to go to the edge of the eye, level of a nine, a level of a nine, level of a nine.
0: Yeah, so obviously for everybody, it's not a level. Yeah, for everybody, it's not a level of a nine. It's whatever level you tend to be at.
1: Um, Yeah, so if you're a level seven,
0: a four, a three, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And then you Mm -hmm. keep on going underneath the eye, and you're repeating it. And if you're saying out loud, you're more likely to focus on that than actually the subject that you're speaking out of balance with. And then Mm -hmm. under the chin, sorry, under the nose. I don't even know Mm what the nose is or my chin is. Level Mm -hmm. of a nine, level of a nine. Then you go to the chin. And again, level of a nine, level of a nine. Mm -hmm. And you're breathing as you're going. Then you're going to go to the Mm -hmm. collarbone through here and you're going to tap on here. And then the weird one is underneath your arm. Yes. Level of a nine, level of a nine. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go to the top of the head. And okay. you're going to go level of a nine, even though I'm lacking confidence, level of a nine. Mm-hmm. And then you take a deep breath in, a deep breath mm-hmm. out. And then what you would do is rescore you yourself again. And then okay. you, again, you can do it. You can do it a couple of times until you yeah re- like reduce that Reduced down. it
0: enough yeah, yeah. I mean there so are then like other
1: you... options that you can do yeah. but that's just a yeah good so that
0: I could say I started as a nine now I'm at a seven or yeah. I'm at a five
1: yeah exactly so then you kind of so you gauge it, it, it you would down. gauge it
0: from there as well yeah
1: mm-hmm. so that that helps and, and that's really good for people who are feeling you know like you know and it's something you can do you could go to the toilet and do it it's best to say it out, <laughs> it's best to say it out loud. Because they're oh, okay. focusing on it. Because mm-hmm. obviously, as you're doing it, because obviously, when you are feeling like you're anxious or or anything that's bothering you, it's the main mm-hmm. focus that you're actually focusing on. So by actually taking it and actually saying it, you're defocusing mm-hmm. it from that, and then you're just reducing your program mm-hmm. towards it. But also by tapping yeah. on the pressure points, it's like acupuncture and acupressure, but without the needles. Mm-hmm. So also
2: exactly.
0: A
1: so it's kind of like mm-hmm. a, it really makes a difference whenever you're feeling a little bit stressed or anything like that, and it, it really mm-hmm. does help.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times people will feel, or even just doing the tapping itself, I think it's almost like a little kind of mini mini massage or you whatever. But it in kind of itself, yeah, you can
1: say it in, in, internally, but that's a different yes. technique altogether. But it, it's more about sort of like yes, you can go through it, but you really have to mm-hmm. say it to make it focus because otherwise yeah. you're so not going focus yeah. so, so
0: to do a session so do a session on yourself how long would you think oh, you it can would take,
1: take it can take anything from 5 to 10 minutes it's not It's not oh, something okay. that you can mm. you know again it's the, depending on the subject that you're working with really mm-hmm. but it's something so, that can be quite easy by yourself and as I said if you find that you're a little bit yeah. like then just go and do it in the toilet <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Way. You know what I mean? Yeah, take your break for saw, five minutes. Go away. Walk away from staff members for some clients. Yeah. If you need some time away, I guess even from your family so or just doing it on your <laughs> own. And that could be done. could yeah. be done anywhere, right? Yeah. Anytime yeah. You, you have stress, anxiety. Um, or just, I guess, anything in general you can kind of put in there, and you'll gauge how you feel after. Yes. So once you're at a point where you're at a calm state or a neutral state, then that's kind of when you know that you're you're balanced, I guess. That, help,
1: that helps to sort of calm you down. But most of the time, mm-hmm. whatever the issues are, they're never the mm-hmm. presenting issue. There's always something uh, underlined. And so mm-hmm. that's where my coaching comes in as well, because I can actually talk mm-hmm. to somebody and, um, and and actually sort of like – there's other strategies that I can use to help somebody Mm -hmm. almost like I'm not going to say face your fears because that's, again, there's a a saying that it's like putting your hand on a hot stove all the time. It hurts.
2: Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. not what you
1: do. You just basically Mm -hmm. want to have a, um, a lot of times when anything's happened in your life, sometimes you still see it as a child um, and you Mm. look at it from an adult. You're an adult now. Okay. You have to look at it from a child, and and also if you're very like rushing for the future, and you're not really sort of present here and now, and you're not really sort of like enjoying mm-hmm. it now. So there's lots of different techniques that I can use, but I mm-hmm. think within the hair and beauty industry, I think you know we are taught from day one to be quiet, not mm. really talk to people about our own emotions. Yes, we talk to them yes. about Saturday night, and yes, we talk about some bat telly, but if we're having issues mm-hmm. in our life then we have to kind of like they don't want to hear our sub story clients are not paying to hear mm-hmm. our sub story so sometimes no, we lock right. our emotions in and then mm-hmm. um, you know where where people are feeling they're lacking in confidence sometimes it only has to take one client to sort of like make you feel on edge and then you feel like oh my god i'm rubbish at what i do but actually it, it's again that's an emotional that's coming out from somewhere it's not mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with that client it's just the the way that you balanced yourself so again mm-hmm. there's lots of different options that you can do you know to make you feel more confident in what you're doing
0: exactly I think that's the biggest thing I mean it's not always just students starting out that have that sometimes it's people that have been doing it for years and some clients are just that way they, they want to find your vulnerable points and I think that's what it is if you're confident in yourself <laughs> They're put, they push your buttons. Yeah. And if you're confident and you buttons. don't allow it to happen, yeah. you know, and you're setting your boundaries, I think then that's really important, too, is then you're not allowing. You're the professional. They're coming to you for your advice as a professional. You know, I mean, if they knew how to do their own hair, they would be off doing their own hair. <laughs> you know, if they I
1: have to. I know, and again, you know, when, when I was when I was first training, I mean, I've been hairdressing for 24 years and we didn't mm-hmm. have all the straighteners. We didn't have all the hair dryers, We didn't have all the bits and pieces, but
2: mm-hmm. it doesn't
1: matter. That client can still not do that hair the same as you can. So you exactly. have to make sure that whatever you're doing, you're going up and beyond. So therefore they come mm-hmm. back to you for anything.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, and that's what it is. I think that's one thing we have over. And it's not always the most amazing hairstylist has the biggest clientele. A lot of times it, it's more on personality and the client experience more so on than on workmanship. Because you could have amazing skills, but have no personality. Yes. Right? And you wonder why you're not busy yet. There could be somebody just out of school who's bubbly, who's has energetic, the cuts are a little off, the colors are a little off, but still, they have... Have a big oh, clientele. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they're thinking, how come she's getting all the clients and I'm getting nobody? And I've been doing it x amount of years, and here's somebody just out of school. But obviously, I think that's what it boils down to: is that client experience but that they get with that
1: person. It's consistency, isn't it? Really. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: so
1: we were always told that whatever you did at first thing in the morning when you're so-called be fresher, whatever that yes. first at five o'clock at night still gets the same serve it mm-hmm. as as and I think maybe as people go get more and, and and you know yourself that when you sometimes do a haircut you think how how did I do that that's finished
2: mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> you just
1: go a little bit more tentative but sometimes you know you're doing something and you think oh I've done that I've completed that already how did that happen
0: yeah yeah and you just go you're so used to going through the motions you're so used to doing it I think people have had that too they're tired and yet they're like how did I get home <laughs> right yeah. your your mind just takes over goes into autopilot and you just kind of do what you need to do and you don't think about it. Right. I think like, I think when a students first out of school, they're like, there's hundreds of thousands of hairs on the head. Where do I start? Where somebody who has a system, it's much easier. And like you say, you just go through, okay, it's done. Okay. I know how to do this highlight. I know how to do this weave. I know how to section this part. I know how to do this. Right. It's, but what are some of the biggest emotions I think that uh, anybody Uh, a stylist deals with in a salon environment
1: what are the biggest emotions yeah um i mean i think sometimes you know you listen to the clients to their woes and worries all the time and as i said you've got Mm -hmm. your own you've got your own sort of problems as well and and you Mm -hmm. know but i think um i think mostly that probably it's more it's more coping with everything and learning to balance and as people say, it's like yes. it's go go. So many plates are spinning, and it's knowing how to balance those plates. Mm-hmm. Whether it be in your personal life, whether it be in your home, you know, in work. Um, but yes. I, but I also, you know, again, I I think the biggest challenge that we have in this industry, if I'm honest, is prices.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: Valuing valuing what valuing what we do.
0: Hmm exactly well Lisa says yes wears me out so I think I think that's what it is because we're constantly taking on do you also think a lot of stylists do take on or maybe emotionally take their work home with them from everybody kind of constantly you know dumping on them or is there a way that we can prevent that do you think
1: I mean I I think communication within a salon is really important and Mm -hmm. having your team meet yes So it gives you a chance to actually the Mm -hmm. team to get together and actually communicate because sometimes you come in, Mm. you do your client, you do that client, you talk to that client. You occasionally see if you're really busy, you occasionally see the other people working in the salon, then you go home and then you do it all Mm -hmm. again the next day. And then there's no team sort of environment. There's no sort of team building Mm. that's actually happening. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when people are struggling, if you have Mm -hmm. team meetings, then people can actually say, well, I really struggled with that. And they go, well, I can help you with that. You know, whereas mm-hmm. sometimes you're so busy, it's almost like you don't get that chance to to run around. You know, you're 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 trying to sort of keep to your times. You're trying to make the client mm-hmm. happy. You could be doing loads of different jobs at the same time, like making them teas and coffees and stuff like that. So you don't have the time to interact with anybody else that's mm-hmm. actually working in the salon. So I think um, I, I mean it's I. it's it's being true to yourself and believing in yourself is one of the most Mm -hmm. important things you've you've worked hard with the skills that you've got. It's actually knowing that you have the upper hand over the client. The client does not have the upper hand over you. They may have Mm -hmm. seen something, may have read something, but you are the one with the training and the knowledge.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So do you believe that a person's personal life, home life, and their salon life, reflect each other and vice versa yeah so if somebody is so if if, yeah okay Um, if you expand on a little bit more and I I think you
1: know again we are in this industry I always say we're touchy-feely people and the fact Mm -hmm. that we're very much in tune because we're we're trying to look for clients facial expressions when we finish a haircut or we finish something we've done to see if they like it because they may, may not have been trained to communicate like we have So Mm -hmm. I think we're more in tune to what people are feeling. So if somebody does come into work and they're in a bad mood because of something that's happened in their personal life, Mm -hmm. we're more in tune to know that, you know, you know, those people that you think, Oh my God, what mood is she going to be in today? Is she going to be in a good mood or a bad Mm -hmm. mood? You know, Mm -hmm. whereas I think, you know, uh, it's that fine line of knowing that you have to be able to talk to people. And that's where your communication yes. comes in because we're talking mm-hmm. to clients and they're paying us for a service, but we listen to them, mm-hmm. but we might have our own problems. So exactly. actually reaching out to somebody and actually having a chat with them is no, is a hard thing. I think first of all, but once you do do it, mm-hmm. you'll feel like a great big weight is lifted.
0: Of course. And I think that's the biggest thing. And it's maybe a cliche, but, you know, communication is key because it's the same in your workplace. You could be stressed out from work. You could be not having enough money come in. So when you get over to your personal life, your friends, your family, yourself, I think that's going to carry over in how you react. When you're communicating with other people, the choices you make, and, you know, you're taking, well, that client didn't show up, so now I don't have the money for this, so now I can't pay for my, ski, my kid's ski trip. You know, there's but all kinds of advice. When
1: it comes to money, and again, you know, a lot of people don't realize there is a lot of money to be made in hairdressing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know,
1: if you work smarter. And that's where it comes down to the bills that you actually put aside. So when you are allocating your figures, you know, you're putting Mm -hmm. in there, maybe a little bit of a kitty for your car, a little bit of a kitty for for holiday. And that way, if anything does Mm -hmm. happen to your car, it's not like, oh, my God, I've got to spend out for that. I've got that spare to work with. But if you're just working hand to mouth on what you're working in, if you've got a partner that's making money, then fantastic. But at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, if you want independence, it's your money, then you need Mm -hmm. to basically have that written down on a business plan.
0: Yes. And I think that's what it is. I think a lot of people, like you said before, they just go in, they work all day, they leave, they come back, they work all day, they go back, but they have no plan. They keep just going around in circles doing the same thing every single day, but they don't really know where they're headed. Once they have financial goals and say for the 50 weeks of the year, then you know what you need per month, per week, per day per hour when you can break it all down and say, okay, then this helps me with my pricing because I know based on the amount that I need to live and survive with all my bills, with all my personal, with all, you know, if I want to spend vacations in Bali or I want to, you know, whatever they want to do, that's all included in your prices my rent. It's yeah. Go that's on a cruise, great. whatever it may be. We- um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. So if anybody's been watching or knows we'll be doing a, an empowerment cruise coming up soon so stay tuned um but it's been so great on this f- facebook live i want to keep talking but i know for you it's like almost oh, it's midnight fine, <laughs> <It's> on, <laughs> you can chat you can chat you know so but but this will obviously we're going to put it on the yes. um podcast so we're doing a facebook live this is also going to go on the video will also put it be be put on um Facebook on BRAD Celebrity Hairstylist channel. It's also going to go on the Hairstylist Empowerment podcast as well. So, so you're watching live today, which is great. And then we're gonna have it. So, if you're watching the replay, then you'll you'll have it on those. So please like, comment, share. Um, and if there's any other comments you
1: want to ask, and it's yeah, on the live yeah, list, any questions
0: ask. or exactly or if this is over and you kind of see it and you have questions you can comment underneath below and then that way uh say when jackie sees them i see them um we can contact you personally uh that sort of thing so is there something that you would really like to share with our audience jackie something you would like to cover um
1: um i i I suppose in a way it's like you know this industry is an amazing industry to be in we're very lucky and you know (laughs) Believe in yourself and stick to your guns. And as Mm -hmm. I said, have your business plan, have everything focused. Don't just live for the here and now, as in like making the money here and now. Have a little bit of a Mm -hmm. plan and have a vision for your future as well. And if you get stuck Mm -hmm. and you are finding it hard, then reach out and speak to somebody because there are coaches out there. I'm a coach but mm-hmm. there are other coaches mm-hmm. out there as well. And we're all helping mm-hmm. each other. We want people to be successful. And I find it quite sad when I do see people on comments and I'm burning out or I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it anymore. And uh, um, and I, I think that it's, it's a shame because you've worked so hard to, to, to mm-hmm. create your skills.
0: Mm -hmm. exactly so elisa just commented so it's something we touched on earlier pricing is the hardest for me i always feel unsure when i do it so i mean um, as in
1: when you talk to a client or because i think that whenever you're doing a client if you can do your prices before you even start your service because then it gives a client the chance to then say yes or no don't mm-hmm. leave it until the very end. Once you finish your client and say that that's the price, because then they'll be a bit shocked.
2: Mm-hmm. But if you have, exactly. have,
1: if you have your prices, have them in front of you when you are telling your clients so you're itemising it, like mm-hmm. you would do so if you went to a restaurant and the fact that exactly. you were having in some restaurants, I'm not, I mean obviously related to, but if you're having a steak and they mm-hmm. say you're on a side order, then basically, mm-hmm. then you basically itemise it. So you're going to have a cut today. That's going to be that price. You're going to have mm-hmm. a colour today. I'm going to be doing this, and I'm going to be using Olaplex, or I'm going to be using Smart Bond, is everyone exactly. you're going to be so working with. And then we're going to be mm-hmm. doing conditioning treatment, and then we're going to be doing this, and that. so then that way you actually have it, so client then can say, and then you can always take things away, and including that their aftercare advice. It's not about exactly they're going to buy a shampoo and they're going mm-hmm. to buy a conditioner. Why would they not mm-hmm. buy it from you? So therefore, exactly. have that there, and then that way the client can say yes or no. Mm-hmm. But at least at the very beginning, you've had that almost mm-hmm. like contractual agreement that that's yes. what the price is going to be.
0: Yeah. I think the toughest thing with, with pricing, Lisa talks about uh, about increasing prices. But be first, when we get that, but I think because as hairstylists, we give so much away for free. Right. So we're at the back bar and they need a treatment. So you're like, oh, you need treatment. You just put it on. You don't charge them for it. You do the little extra. You don't charge them for it. You don't. You know, I mean, like that sort of thing. Um, So with that, I think that's why it gets because say if I do a blowout, you do a blowout and they're like, well, he did one and you did one. How come they're a different price? Right. It's because one throws in something. One person throws in the same thing, but one charges for it. The other one doesn't. But Lisa's talking about when she increases her prices <laughs> that I think – and that's what it is. And it's very important about itemizing so they really know where that price is coming from that the, you know exactly, okay, this is what I did. This is what I did because if, if stylists did that on their own privately, they're like, okay, I gave away a free treatment. I gave away an extra free break because they said – But
1: if you're a salon manager, if you're a salon manager, yeah. then I think it's really important that if you don't have a receptionist that you keep an eye on mm-hmm staff bills because as much as you say this is what we charge for this this and this i bet Mm -hmm. you there's so many staff out there that don't charge the prices that they're supposed to and that's money going down the drain for you
0: Mm -hmm. okay so yeah so when a salon owner or stylist has to raise their price, so now they can't do it anymore, they it's time, they need to incre- uh, increase. So what's the best way to go about it with the client when you must raise your price?
1: I think first of all is give them a warning that, or give them a notice that you're going to do it. And you could even mm-hmm. say, um, I again, as I said, discussed earlier, you can give them a voucher. So you can say to mm-hmm. them, I'm going to give you this voucher. I'm putting my prices up, but I'm going to give you, I don't know, 10 pound, 20 pound, that then you can use mm-hmm. this voucher off. So therefore, you kind of keep it just to ease, just to ease, ease them, them into, into it until it comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Again, is is just basically sit down with your client and actually say, look, um, I've been charging you this amount, this amount, but actually, when I go mm-hmm. to the shops right now, my tube of colour is is this amount, and, and really mm-hmm. briefly, I'm not really charging that. I'm not, I'm not charging yes. you that. And actually, it's coming out. And by the time I finish, I actually don't end up with that much money. So I'm having mm-hmm. to put my prices up. So I'd like to give you, you know, this. I'll give you two two visit warning or one visit mm-hmm. warning next time around. Maybe two mm-hmm. visits is nicer. So even if yeah, because pay... for,
0: for most it's about three months ahead. Yeah, I find so here in Canada so that's what works.
1: Okay, in mm-hmm. in the month of January 2019, I'm going yep. to put my prices up. Um, mm-hmm. But but again, be smart. And basically mm-hmm. look at your times that are quieter and maybe do some exactly. happy hours or maybe do some mm-hmm. happy mornings or something. Mm-hmm. So those clients who do feel that yeah. are, you're going to guide them to your quieter time Yeah,
0: or they, they can't afford, quicker. they think if you increase the pricing, I can't afford you. Yeah, say like have their happy hour or have the days that are slower. Say, yes, I'll be able to take you, but then it's only on these dates and these times. So you you say every Tuesday – exactly. So every Tuesday from 2 till 4, if that's your slow time, once that booking has gone, it's gone. So as long as they book it ahead, you'll get that time. So you're still not losing any money, but then you don't have that person, like you said, paying a cheaper price in a busier time.
2: Yeah, Because when you're you're going to be busy anyway – got
1: if you've got the luxury and your prices are higher then yes you can do book today and you'll get 10 percent discount for your next booking so then that will mm-hmm. reduce it down but if your prices are so low to start off with you know you can't yes. afford to give them 10 percent discount
0: no exactly and and that's a tough thing because i find even for me like working like people still want a price of a haircut that they you know hairstylist charged 20 years ago they believe that that's what it should be. And there's still today in Canada, there's places that charge $8 for a haircut. I know I spoke right? to somebody so, today
1: and she wanted to charge £10 for a haircut and she'd been doing it for, yeah. like, I don't know, 10 years. And I just looked at her and I was mm-hmm. like, what did it take for you to learn that haircut?
0: <laughs> now,
1: exactly. is that only worth £10 to you? And so she's mm-hmm. like, oh no, no, I'll put my prices to this. I think, I think yeah. this is the problem. I think... And I'm, I'm not blaming anybody because it's like a vicious circle. People are actually just following mm-hmm. what their peers are doing. They're following what people yeah. are doing down the road. They're not yes. looking. And if you are an independent person, you've got your own business, mm-hmm. you work for yourself, don't look at anybody else's prices. Look at what you need no. to do to pay your bills. And exactly. Or later, exactly. If we all work together, then clients mm-hmm. will know that they have to pay a certain price.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, turns- because then you're creating, yeah, you're creating the value, and they know what you know. Then they know where their money's going, right? Rather than because if they they know they're getting value, you may charge way, you may charge double what they charge down the street, but still you could be busier as long as you're creating the experience and you're creating the value. So a quick, uh, funny little story. Say, um. There's, so there's one salon says, we do $9 haircuts. So they're promoting that. So the shop across the road from them said, we fix $9 haircuts. <laughs> That's quite good. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, everybody wants the best, but they always want to be the cheapest, especially when it comes to themselves. But if you well, honor work your workmanship, what it took.
1: They're working with more bums mm-hmm. on seats. It isn't about the quality of the work that yes. they're using. Um, and, and, and again, exactly. you know, it's about fast turnover and it's about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and again, that's when people do burn themselves out because they're trying to do mass amounts for, yeah. for you know, rather than actually constantly enjoying what they're doing. We should yeah. be worried so, about the clients can afford what the clients afford. Uh, again, yeah. the clients, the clients will. Yeah. Have you ever looked at somebody and thought they can't afford it, but they're probably mm-hmm. really wealthy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do we know? Oh, pro-
0: yeah, exactly. And I think and that's I the biggest thing. Fact,
1: and, I, and no offense to Lisa here, but I actually mm-hmm. say, don't be rude, <laughs> because mm-hmm. how do you know what yeah. a client can afford or can af- cannot afford?
0: That's yeah. right. And if it's something they really want, you'll make it. You'll make it happen. Yeah. If you really, if it's important to you, you and I think that's what it is. Way. It's the biggest. Yeah, but then we're also judging. We don't want to be judged, but we're judging them by we think what they can afford, right? So... Back
1: to what I said before, and the fact is that, you know, I've been Mm -hmm. hairdressing 24 years, and in that time, I think I've
0: paid twice for
1: my hair to be done, Mm -hmm. twice. Yes. Therefore, I don't value. I don't have a value in my head because I've never had to pay for it because my friends have always paid for me. So, therefore, whereas, like, if I was to buy something else and, you know, like, whatever I'm used Mm -hmm. to because I don't have to pay for it. I don't have that figure in my head of what it's worth.
0: What it's really and and that's what it is, because us as hairstylists, we all have friends that trade off. You do my hair, I'll do your hair, okay, no problem. We'll get together. And yeah, like you say, there's no money exchange or you have a bit of product here, a bit of product and there. That's why we but you're think, not oh, you're not seeing it from a client point oh, of when view. You do,
1: when you do your family's hair, you, your family, yeah. oh, it's just a haircut, unless you you know, obviously you're a bit smart. But I I tend yes. you know if I'm doing my family's so hair, I don't charge well, my mom and dad, I don't charge no. them. Do you know who No, it, I obviously same I'm for not, me. But that's my job. It's my mm-hmm. job. It's not my yes. it's not my hobby. That's how I make mm-hmm. my money. And you know, exactly. it, you know and i and I'm really you just because somebody is a lawyer or something and they that's mm-hmm. their job, but if you went there mm-hmm. you wouldn't be expect to it's their time that you're paying for. But obviously again exactly. that fine line, because we've got into this culture of the fact is that we don't pay ourselves, when we actually mm-hmm. try and say to a client a price, it's so hard to come out of our mouths. It's exactly
0: like, exactly yeah
1: <laughs> and it's like yes that's the, only, mm-hmm. that's the only thing it's because we've got a problem with the mm-hmm. clients not them
0: no but but say it's it's the life experience that you're budget. putting into that they yeah and it's, say it, exactly and and what they have but you'll know but i think it's being more specific to knowing what your client avatar is knowing what yeah. financial bracket they're in knowing what I mean if you're going to be a family salon you're going to target one if you're going to be a high-end salon you're going to target a different market if you're going to be an organic vegan salon you're going to get a different market so you have to really know your market that goes so back you're, to you're going to your draw those hands. people
1: that goes back to your business mm-hmm. plan. it's actually sitting there and thinking who is my market what what do mm-hmm. I want to do and who am I tailoring for so Lisa yes. have a look at your clients now and who are they what do they do for a living? Mm-hmm. Where where do they live? Um, you know, what, what sort of things do they talk mm-hmm. to you about? Are they people that, you know, they'll say to you, oh, I've been shopping and I've spent this much money. Mm-hmm. They've got money. Yes. You know. But of it's, course.
2: It's, yeah.
1: It's choice where they are. But I don't know what your clientele is. And I don't know the age, demographics mm-hmm. or anything like that or, or or the actual location where they live. But that do some mm-hmm. research because once you actually know where those clients are they're probably gonna. I mean, some clients have always probably told I, "I, I think you're quite cheap." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then, then you know, yes. that, you know that, that they will. You know, I think if you speak to your clients and you actually say to them that this is the reason why I'm putting my prices up, mm-hmm. they'll they they like you, Lisa. Yeah.
0: Exactly, and and that's really what they're buying. More so, it's the person, it's that relationship, it's that bond. I mean, and and everybody knows that even when you go to buy food the food goes up um, if you go to um, you know anywhere because obviously if you're going to shop at here Whole Foods or somewhere like that as opposed to shopping Everybody's at a discount store. Everybody's
1: prices have gone up. Our prices have gone Exactly.
0: Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah and, and that's exactly it and sometimes we have to say this is what we need to do in order to uh, you know just so we can survive ourselves. Because if we're offering everything, if I'm going out and I'm paying $5,000 to train at Vidal Sassoon's for a week and then I'm giving away $8 haircuts, it doesn't kind of balance because I'll never make that money back, you know, anytime, anytime soon. But it's also creating that value in yourself. And I think then they see it and they can they – can, um, And also, I, they I
1: think, n- I think that, that, that's a valid point is making sure that you are getting yeah. yourself, investing in you. Mm-hmm. Invest in you um, to make sure that just because you've had training, when was the last time you had training? You know, if it was like mm-hmm. you know, five, five years ago or, or ten years mm-hmm. ago, you know, invest in you and actually get your – once you invest in you and you actually learn something new, you'll find your confidence will grow.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and because I find one of the biggest issues are is once a lot of the people are done school, they figure they know everything they need to know. And they don't train any further, so every they but a then <laughs> exactly, and so and then but but I think too because every time you educate yourself, you go up the ranks one level higher. You well, know what I mean, and you're that's the
1: clients as well. You will have more mm-hmm. because you've been have that almost like a little bit of a. a, a, a I'm going to say a rocket up your bottom. You've had a little bit of a pump, mm-hmm. so therefore you're going to exactly. be more sort of confident and actually sort of like so. If you are finding that it has mm-hmm. been a, you know you're starting to lose a little bit like momentum then do some mm-hmm. training and education because i think that that will really help you
0: exactly and and myself as a, a salon owner a hairstylist and an um, i'm also an educator as well because right now i'm on a canadian tour with caregreen canada so we actually go to all the schools the salons we visit hairstylists so it's wonderful because we get to meet interact with them we also get to see what their skill level is and what their their Toughest issues are what they need to overcome, but but I'm like some of the students we see now. They're absolutely brilliant. They're better than some of these hairstylists that've been doing it for years, right? And that's the thing. You always have to keep your skill up in order to be vital. I mean, sure, you can have the same client for twenty years, but does the client want the same hair as what they had <laughs> twenty years ago when yeah. they started with you for the and, same? And price? it's a known fact
1: that <laughs> the clients the clients yeah. leave because you don't give them anything more.
0: That's exactly. why they move
1: on is because they, they're not going to turn and say to you, well, actually, I want to change. If they, you know, where it's actually up mm-hmm. to you to turn and say to a client, well, are you here to maintain your hair today or are you here to change your hair today? And then that way you can actually have exactly. a with them and find out what they like, what they don't mm-hmm. like, and actually what problems they're finding. Mm-hmm. And actually just turn and give them a bit of inspiration mm-hmm. once in a while and turn and say to them, well, actually, I've been doing yeah. your hair for this, like this for ages. I want to change. And mm-hmm. be a bit cheeky.
0: Exactly. Like it, I think a know. lot of them yeah and I think a, a lot of the clients would really appreciate that because I think you as the artist should be the one to that's tell what, them hey do, let's switch it job. up let's do something different.
2: That's exactly
0: your job. where a lot of times they they're they figure well they haven't said anything to me so it doesn't mean They're
1: paying mm-hmm. you for exactly. and that service is for you to give them inspiration all the time. They don't they don't mm-hmm. have to have it. But I think but if you give them the no, 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 it's their choice, and you can plant seeds.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, or just offer it and say, hey, let's do a touch of this or that, or let's tweak this a little bit, or even if they're afraid, I think, maybe of a new haircut, you say, let's, style, let's do the same haircut, but we'll style it differently, yeah, exactly. right? So then you're easing them in, or okay, we've never tried a pomade before in your hair, let's try. So you can go subtle first, and I think kind of ease them into something, and not all of a sudden, when I, you know, when they've I had long, the, uh, platinum when I, blonde hair. When, <laughs> I
1: worked, when I worked on the cruise ships, this is a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, and I worked yeah on this ship and i and i had these clients who used to come to me and they had been going to the same hairdresser for 50, 15 years and it was actually a world mm-hmm. cruise that i was doing with them and my oh wow i, I challenged yeah. myself i wanted to mm-hmm. make sure that that client went home with something different because i was bored <laughs> otherwise it's like b- that exactly. big, big, big bouncy blow drive so i just first of all started yeah. and i blow dried it different. Mm-hmm. Wherever that was, I blow dried it different. mm -hmm. And then before you know it, then it was like, oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. What else would you do?
2: Yeah. So
1: sometimes it's just little tricks. And it was my Mm -hmm. challenge to myself. That's what I was Mm -hmm. going to do. And I normally exactly. most people.
0: <laughs> exactly, but I think even with that too, because that would give them not only a physical change because they look different, but also an emotional change. Yeah. Here I'm away, I'm on vacation. Because you think too, working on a, in a salon on a cruise ship, how much can you do? Because those clients aren't obviously going to return to you back in six weeks, also have every their, six weeks.
1: Their favorite weeks. hairdresser that they've been doing for so long. So it was my, Mm -hmm. and and of course those hairdressers, um, you know, they hadn't challenged that client either. So it was just a challenge that I was doing. I'm just going to blow dry something different.
0: That's right. And that's a, that's a nice way. And then it makes them feel different because too, a lot of times they're on a cruise. They don't know, people don't know them anyway. Let's try something different. I can like express myself because I think sometimes too, people get themselves into a box. And so everybody, friends, family, whoever they're with in their current situation, work, work, uh, people assume they're a certain way. Yes. So they go into that mold of what people expect of them. But sometimes when they go on vacation and they get away from everybody they know, they can kind of be who they are. And I think by changing their style, because I imagine on a ship, it's a lot of just blowouts and things, people getting ready for dinner. Yeah, yeah, Let's, you oh, know, get so, done I mean, up. Or I didn't want then, have to have to wash my own hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: The day, having I'm just saying, you know, it, it's to start yeah. small, like you were saying. And that was, it, mm-hmm. It's almost like the fact is, if you've been doing the same clients, and some of them they are regular clients to you, and if you're bored exactly. doing them, then that's when you—not mm-hmm. necessarily the client, but you're bored doing the same sort of mm-hmm. thing. With the client, then challenge yourself.
0: Yeah. Do you also think that boredom too could could lead to burnout?
1: Yeah, because again, you, it, you're not—you just it, everything
0: is mechanical, you know, it's routine. It's
1: too—it's too, it's too sort of like structured. You have to—you have to be constantly mm-hmm. looking and learning. And, yeah. And, and striving I think mm-hmm. I, I mean that, yeah and I think I know that there, there's some people out there that have been doing you know I, I mean I've moved around quite a lot with my career but there are some mm-hmm. people that have worked in the same salon for such a long period of time and they're friendly with their customers mm-hmm. and it's all about the loyalty they have with the customers rather than actually challenging themselves you know because their mm-hmm. client wants the same they're happy and and I just think that And then that's when it comes to the fact is that they're not then because they do become their friends because they have done them for like Mm -hmm. 10 years, 15 years.
0: And they know and they know everything and say it's one profession where you don't
1: want to sort of say to them, do you want to take this product home with you or do you want to have this Mm condition treatment because they feel like they're selling to them rather than actually that is what the client needs.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and so, if you're recommending, then I think you're doing your job as a professional. If you more, don't more recommend boredom, a product to a person, more
1: boredom than burnout. Mm-hmm. Burnout is when you're absolutely sort of like I can't do this anymore. Whereas boredom is more about the fact is that I've just lost my mojo. I've just okay. lost my spark.
0: Yeah, you just you just show up. You're physically there, but you're emotionally somewhere else. You're going through the motions. You collect your paycheck. Where burnt out is because you're so stressed.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a different <laughs> you know, you're just I thing. don't know if I could do another day of this, but in a different way. Yeah. Right? So it's it's um Yeah, there's so much, so much we can go into. I'm just looking at the time now for you because you're in the UK. It's past midnight. I know it's past midnight. People, look what she's doing for you. It's past midnight there. For me, I'm so lucky. It's like 7 p.m. here in Canada. (laughs) So, (laughs) but but it's great. So I. Yes, yeah, but we can, always, we can always wrap it up a yes. little bit and we can always have you on again now that yeah, we've figured out this Facebook Live thing, you know what I mean? So as I say, if you do have any questions for Jackie, um, make sure to list them below. Um, this will air on a couple of different platforms, but be, be sure to like, share, comment. Oh, thank you, Lisa, for um, yeah, I always love talking to you because it's the same, like Lisa's been on here. Lisa's been on a Facebook Live with me and Lisa, we can talk.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But say, and that's a great thing about doing the the podcast or a Facebook Live. And same with, with being a stylist with your clients, you get to meet so many, you know, wonderful, amazing, amazing people. And, just say, and once we launch the Empowerment Cruise, that's going to be amazing as well, because then we'll have everybody on there. We'll all get to meet. We all get to interact. It's going to be about empowering each other. You know, it's it's not just going to be about technique, but it's going to be in a different way. So then we empower each other, we lift each other up, we go with our skills, with our with our everything. So I want to thank everybody for watching. I want to thank you, you, Jackie. You know, for being in the UK and and your time zone. I think I was an hour off, so I put 6 p.m. But I didn't realize for you it's like 11 at night. (laughs) Everybody's in bed. You know what I mean. But then we'll share this, and obviously anybody who's watching that couldn't stay up. This, I, I guess, it's like all the people that got off for the royal wedding. Yep. right they're up so early for the royal wedding to you know do their their crumpets and their things and their <laughs> so this is kind of like that so we'll just do it there i want to <laughs> say thank you for everybody for watching everybody's ready to go we'll definitely have jackie on again um and then we'll have some some great guests coming up so if you really like the facebook lives make sure you comment say hey we want more and we'll get more guests on we'll do the facebook live i find the People are loving the podcast, but I think doing the Facebook Live, it's actually really nice to interact with the guests themselves, too, where we can talk back and forth. We can dialogue. Um, so and when I post this, questions. I'll post Exactly. So I, so when I post this, I'll post it with Jackie's bio so that we can learn a little bit more about her and, and all the wonderful, amazing stuff uh, that she does. So I just want to say thank you and I'll, I'll let you say thank you to everyone. Thank you. And then <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.